You say, can you prove that? It's proven every day around the world where people are dying for Christ and they don't even have a complete New Testament. I attack popery and assail men who have afflicted the Christian world and ruined the bodies and souls of other men. If I were to retract those, I should be like a cloak that covers evil. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is, and we don't know who we are. He promised to send a Redeemer. He promised to provide life. He promised to provide atonement and covering for our sins. Indeed, this He has accomplished through Christ Jesus our Lord. And with that being said, everyone, welcome to Unashamed Radio, where we are not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. My name is Chad Fontes, and today I pray that this podcast would bless you, that God would use it to edify you, but most of all, that it would bring glory to Christ our Lord. Once again, welcome to Unashamed Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Good evening. It's I, once again, Chad, your host, well, the host of Unashamed Radio. We're doing this episode live, so if you have any comments, uh, please let me know what they are. Today... Uh, we are going to be talking about something that's sh- pretty simple, but I think oftentimes, maybe not in reform circles, but oftentimes just in the church overlooked. Um, so yeah, the title of the show is the answer to every problem, right? What is it? You're probably thinking, well, the God's the answer to every problem. Jesus is the answer to every problem. Um, but the, my goal, the reason I called the title whatever the reason i titled it that today is because i want to talk about uh the means of grace and what are they what are the means of grace uh what does that even mean um what do we need them for what do we need the means of grace for so acts 242 says and they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers so just to start, I'm going to read uh, chapter 14, paragraph 1 of the 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith. Uh, the church I go to, Mace Foreign Baptist Church that I'm a member of, uh, we fully subscribe to the 1689 and we believe that it is useful and good uh, to teach us, right? So it says, the grace of faith whereby the elect are enabled to believe to the saving of their souls is the work of the Spirit of Christ in their hearts and is ordinarily wrought by the ministry of the word, by which also and by the administration of baptism and the Lord's Supper, prayer, and other means appointing of God, it is increased and strengthened. So primarily what, what it's talking about is grace, saving grace to the believer ordinarily comes through the preaching of the word, prayers, fellowship, and the sacraments. It's as simple as that, right? But at the end of the paragraph, it says, um, it also by these means is increased and strengthened. So the idea is that grace is not only saving, it's not only part of our salvation, but also our sanctification. So as God saved us by his grace, he is also sanctifying us by his grace. And so how does he do that? How do we become more Christ-like? How do we deal with all the issues we will ever have in this life? The means of grace. That's all it is. The apostles' teaching, the fellowship, the breaking of bread, 
and the prayer. So these are the ordinary means of grace. No one's saying that God cannot supernaturally, extraordinarily give grace to anyone. God is fully sovereign. He can do and does do whatever he wants, right? But he has revealed to us in his word that these are the ordinary means by which he accomplishes his goals. So um, what I want to do is play the Means of Grace song. I don't know if you guys have heard its rap. Uh, Timothy Brindle, Shylin, and just listen to what the song says about the Means of Grace and then just talk about it a little bit. But I, I'm kind of going to let the song teach you. So, um, and, and review the song because it's an awesome song. So here we go. Acts 2.42 And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the means of grace. Yeah. The Lord's means of grace are the things he takes to squeeze and make us into Jesus' shape. Yeah. The first thing mentioned, the teaching of apostles, uh -huh. all of which centered around the preaching of the gospel, of Jesus' achievements through bleeding completeness. When believing, we can receive this free gift yeah. through preaching and teaching. The meaning it deepens with reading. We breathe in the scripts with meekness. Church history is super vital to remind you that every true revival came through disciples who knew the Bible. But this gets missed today. Uh -huh. The first question to settle any discussion is what do the scriptures say? Not my feelings, intelligence, or wisdom. That's just a Christianized version of relativism. In the sea of uncertainty, his word would be the void. Let's receive it with joy as it fills the deepest void. Please. All right, so we're going to stop there. So that's the apostles' teaching. That's God's word. So the chief means of grace is God's word, his revelation to us, his special revelation to us, right? The power in his word is inherent, inherent, like his word is his word. Therefore, it carries power. Um, and God gives us grace in our sanctification as believers, as members of the elect through preaching, reading, singing and studying, singing God's word is what I mean by singing, um, by hearing the preaching of the word from the pulpit. And yeah, that's it. I'm going to let the song speak for itself. He says, the first question is said of any discussion is what do the scriptures say? That's clear, right? So let's move on to fellowship. Destroy that poison fever that says we don't need fellowship. Koinonia. See, many times believers joy is meager because we're not under Christ's appointed teachers. Don't avoid your leaders, pastors, and elders because I testify they actually help us. Right. Like in the season of almost falling away, brothers call me each day to give me the gospel and pray. Christ builds up his people through his people. Stay close to the sheepfold because you deceitful and let the topics not just be irrelevant. Uh -huh. Now I'm talking gospel. Centered fellowship as his cherished servants prepare our churches to share the struggles and bear our burdens, yeah. but not just focus on gloomy hearts or weakness, but remind each other who we are in Jesus. Yeah, 
All right. So we will pause there. So fellowship primarily occurs in the church. Uh, and that's sitting under teachers, pastors, listening, learning from them, listening to them. But it's also other believers, you know, coming alongside one another to uh, bear one another's burdens, build each other up, you know, etc. So, again, I'm letting the song speak. Uh, this song is basically a sermon and I ain't here to preach. I'm letting Shylin preach. He's a pastor. I'm not. So uh, moving on to prayer. I think I need to go back a couple seconds. So hopefully this is good. Let's see. Okay, we're back in the course, but it's all right. Here we go. Far away from the bright lights and concerts. Humble saints are quietly doing God's work. Yeah. Faithfully they labor in obscurity because they understand the power of praying corporately. Yep. It's all because of Jesus' accomplishments that we can be confident when pleading the promises. Answer prayers motivate us to grow in faith. So we raise to behold his face at the throne of grace. Yeah. The prayer meeting is the place where it's grace there. If you stay your hair more crying out than a daycare, mm. God welcomes our petitions. Yeah. He welcomes our confession. Uh -huh. He welcomes our thanksgiving, welcomes our intercession. Compelled because of Jesus. And even when we don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit. It helps us in our weakness so let us gather the pray this week the more the better we the door with pleasure as we seek the lord together Will the son of god man that is good uh christ wants us to approach the throne of grace boldly right that's in hebrews um but it's all because of what he accomplishes the only reason we can pray anyway so this is this is awesome so so prayer if you want to grow in grace if you want to be sanctified we have to pray. And I'm not saying I'm good at any of this stuff. I'm just saying I know this is what is good. And I know this is what ultimately is God's design for his people, right? Uh, because He's this is what he revealed. This is what he told us. So uh, moving on to the sacrament. Sacraments, obviously, uh, Lord's Supper and baptism, which is what we read earlier uh, from the 1689. So let's go. Give us the bread and drink to symbolize his body and blood. But at communion, Jesus is present by his spirit. Reminds me I'm accepted by his death and by his merit. Behold the new covenant Passover meal. Showing that the blood of the lamb has actually sealed. Every single covenant benefit to the one that's regenerate. Who comes humbly penitent. We Christ is present to nourish our faith. This meal surely conveys assurance and grace. To encourage his saints and gird us with strength. So Christ steps the center of our worship and praise. But before you come to his supper, run to your brain. Yeah. Reconciles it shows we're one with each other. So feast on Jesus, who was torn and broke. It's through this means of grace he restores our hope. So the song mostly talks about the Lord's Supper because that is what Acts two forty two says: uh, the breaking of bread, right? Which is communion, the communion of the saints, uh, a partaking of the Lord's Supper. Um, baptism and communion are the two sacraments that God, that Jesus has given to the church um, to do. And in order to, because we believe that communion is a means of grace, our church, we partake every week. Um, and like the song said, obviously our pastor fences the table. Um, we honor the Lord's table because of what he has established it for. Um, but yeah, so, so basically the whole reason I wanted to talk about this is because I think most people want to be, always be pragmatic, right? Like there's a book for everything. Oh, if you have anxiety, oh, here, read this. Oh, if you want to learn how to evangelize, oh, here's a book on that. 
Um, and I'm using just books, but, but everyone always has like an answer, like in the church, like whether you need to be counseled or you're sinning or whatever. Right. But when I, I, I went through like a year of counseling with my pastor and almost every time I talked to him about a problem I was having or whatever, um, his exhortation and encouragement to me was always Partake in the means of grace. Are you reading? Are you praying? Are you uh, fellowshipping with the saints on the Lord's day? Um, because when we do these things, we know that God is going to give us grace in our sanctification through that. And basically it all comes down to God's word, right? God's word tells us what the means of grace are. And one of the means of grace is God's word. So basically read the Bible. Um, so this is, I have a, I'm quoting from a 1689 uh, Reformed Baptist article that I read. It says, the word and sacraments are thus instrumental both in the inception of salvation and in the continuance of the work of grace in the Christian life. In addition, the word and sacraments are the sole officially ordained and instituted instruments or means of grace. God has promised the presence of his grace to faithful hearers of the word and faithful participants in the sacraments. So basically guys, if you're listening to the show and you got this far, uh, my encouragement would be do the means of grace, man. If, if you have any problem, any problem, participate in the means of grace. Uh, there's nothing that can't be solved by God showing us his grace and us partaking more so of his grace and being sanctified and being made more into the image of God. Um, that we are supposed to be. So love you guys. Uh, have a good one. Um, next week, we're going to have an interview finally. Hey, if you're listening, you're down to be interviewed, uh, just like the three interviews we've already had. That's the primary goal of the podcast. So this is kind of just a filler episode, um, which is what a couple, so I'm like scrounging, right? Because I'm not trying to preach. I'm not trying to teach the Bible. I just hope that this edifies you, that this helps us be better Christians, right? Um, I'm not going to preach the Bible to you or teach it because I'm not ordained. <laughs> that's part of God's scripture. Um, so uh, that's pretty much it, guys. I'm not going to sing a doxology because last time we were way off key and it was horrible. Um, we, we can pray and then be done. Lord, thank you for the wonderful blessings you've given us. I thank you that uh, I got to participate, Lord, in worshiping you today on the Sabbath. And also, Lord, for the two baptisms um, that brother and sister got baptized today in our church. Uh, we thank you for your grace to them. We thank you for your grace in our lives. Lord, we thank you for giving us um, a solution, Lord. You, you've given us the means of grace uh, by your grace because you love us, because you care for us. And I pray that we recognize that every day in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, guys. Uh, see you soon. Bye.